What's going on, wrestling fans? Welcome into Near Falls with D Hall, a wrestling podcast, episode number 71. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about and with a bunch of different college coaches from across the area at the Division 1, 2, and 3 level. Super excited to release this, guys. Uh, it's been a lot of work, a lot of fun talking to all these different coaches from around the area. Uh, super excited to get into it. But if you haven't already, go back, check out my long-form interviews that I released this summer. Joe Marquera, Mackenzie McGuire, Ty McGeary, and just recently, uh, Rob Walker, who I just sat down with, episode number 70. That was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, go back and check out those long-form episodes. I really enjoyed having those guys over. And coaches, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me, taking time out of your busy schedule this time of year. I know it's a lot. Um, sitting down and talking about your squad. But yeah, man, a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy uh, this edition of the NCAA preview brought to you by Switch Custom Apparel. All right, joining us now, our next guest from Fairmont State University, longtime friend of the podcast, Janera Bonaventure. How are you, sir? Doing good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure indeed. So much fun to have you on. All right, buddy. Let's get right into it. Uh, year two, taking over the uh, Fairmont State Falcons. How has the offseason program gone for you guys? Offseason's been good. Uh, guys were training hard. Uh, we we did a lot of camps and clinics this summer. Um, you know, some of the highlights, we worked at Naval Academy wrestling camps. That was a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, just getting uh, our name out there pretty much the Fairmont State. We're still a young program. Uh, this is only year five now of existence since it's been reinstated. So um, we really hit the ground running uh, with uh, the camps and clinics. Got to go to a lot of different spots in West Virginia that I haven't really been because uh, it wasn't really a big recruiting state for us when I was at Waynesburg just because of the in-state costs for most schools. It was just kind of tough to compete with that, especially at a D3 school. So really getting my um, – familiar with the state uh, we brought we brought in a solid class uh recruiting went really well off the year we had um and i feel like our name's out there and we're excited for year two coach i, I gotta ask you this and i touched on this with a few guys already but recruiting has changed so much over the years even since we were in college and you've been in through it the whole way through the process how does it look for you? What are you taking uh, high school guys versus transfer portal? How's that look for you guys? So for us, um, we, we definitely take all avenues. Um, uh, you know, we look Juco, we look transfer portal, we look high school guys. I feel like with the transfer portal with us, um, it has to be, you know, the biggest connection is having a previous relationship with a kid. So that's how it really worked well with Stone King last year. We had we already had a really good relationship. I mean, I knew Stone King since he was a little league wrestler in Waynesburg. That's how long I've been in the Waynesburg area. So um, and, you know, we were recruiting him pretty hard out of high school to Waynesburg University, you know, always had a strong relationship. And, you know, the situation just worked out that way. You know, Fairmont State's not that far from Waynesburg and it worked out. So finding the right situation within the transfer portal is really big for us. Um, Definitely check it, you know, frequently. Um, you know, you never know what can go out there. I mean, it's pretty much free agency every year. Um, they did just change the rules today to limit it a little bit more, but still there'll be plenty of opportunities in the transfer portal. And then um, for us, we hit the in-state West Virginia really hard since it's so cheap in-state for us since we're a state school. So 
Uh, I would say predominantly our rosters, West Virginia kids, and then we have some Maryland and some PA. Um, and from the Whippeal itself, we now have one, two, we have three. Not enough. I'll answer yeah. that question for you. Not enough. Yeah, we definitely, uh, definitely, you know, working on that. Um, no doubt. Uh, it's just tough within PA, you know, competing with not just the D1s, but there's a lot of good D2. The PSAC's a very good conference in D2. We're in that region. So a lot of good options, D2 for those kids, and it's cheaper in state for them. So figuring out the right um, kid and major, it goes a long way. But uh, we're, we'll, we'll be getting there. I, I definitely have my whoopio roots. Uh, so, uh, But uh, I'm excited where we're at right now. The preseason's going really well. All right. Uh, give me your coaching staff. What's that look like going into this year? So this year, um, uh, my assistant, uh, head assistant last year, John Ferns, actually, he's a Whippeal guy. He wrestled for Connorsville High School, had a very uh, solid career there. And then he was a Juco All-American Juco All at Iowa Central. And then he went to Campbell, um, didn't finish there. He ended up finishing his degree at West Lib. Um, and he's been, you know, teaching locally over here for a while now. He's been around the program since it re uh, restarted. And he was actually one of the big guys to sell me on the program whenever I first interviewed for the job, you know, sold me on the recruiting class, sold me on the school. Um, we really have a strong relationship from the get-go. Um, so he's back here too. And then uh, Ken Burrs, um, he's a volunteer assistant for us. I coached him at Waynesburg University two-time national qualifier and two-time conference champ, uh, Waynesburg, one of the best athletes I ever coached. He's really good for our upper weights. Um, and then uh, we have Coach Satzer, who was at Allison Broadus. Unfortunately, their school just shut down. Um, so, uh, you know, started talking with him because we we added a few Allison Broadus transfers late when that when the school closed down. So he'll be helping us up with upper weights as well. You know, another PA guy, more Johnstown. He wrestled at UPJ. Really great wrestling mind. Really good guy to talk to. Um, and then one guy, another guy that will be coming in sometimes is uh, Chris Chris Pierce. Uh, he helped me at Waynesburg a lot with uh, the heavyweights. Um, great guy. He's out of like Econosville. Um, Mount Pleasant area. He runs a gym over there and he's been wrestling Greco for a while. So definitely a lot more hands on deck this year, which is nice. The more guys that we have in the room, the better. And uh, we're real excited for year two. All right, buddy. You talk about year two and obviously, you know, I know you're just trying to get your feet moving and kind of get it going, but women's wrestling, what's that look like for Fairmont state? It's definitely been talked about. I mean, uh, I'm sure, you guys saw West Liberty just added. Um, so we actually just, we had our, our conference call last week or two weeks ago. Um, and Frostburg State's a new program in our conference as well. They added both men's wrestling and women's wrestling. So it's definitely in the works. It's just making it sure we can do it right, um, you know. Uh, but it's definitely growing, and I could see more, more teams in our conference adding. One, for enrollment purposes – and two, it's just, you know, uh, it's, it's huge. It's, I think it'll be NCAA sanctioned sport here in the next three to five years. I 100% agree with you. I think the process uh, as they're moving forward and the interest really, it's just growing so quickly. And, uh, you know, PA was kind of the first domino for me. Once they get that done, 
just going to keep on moving forward. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, you guys probably know better. So PA did sanction it officially, mm-hmm. right? So they yep. have a full season this year and state tournament on their own. Uh, I think there's now I could be talking completely wrong and we, I might have to edit this out, but from what I know is I believe there's still a couple more votes that have to be like designated to make sure. And, uh, they had to figure out like where they're going to wrestle the tournament, and if they're going to wrestle with the boys in the same weekend, and kind of make all that work yeah, out. And now sure. I know that like every year at the end of like the weekend, at states are like trying to kick us out because they got the Hershey Bears coming in and stuff. So right, you know, but could it be done? Absolutely. Um, I'm excited for it either way. I think that yeah, no, it's uh, grown, and I think the biggest thing it's another Olympic year coming up. You yeah. know, and our our women are kicking ass. So they're tough, man. They're tough. So no I doubt. think that this grows the popularity. And yeah, we'll see. I heard it uh well, Mac McGuire said gotta use town on the title nine in our favor, which I love. I yeah, I, I think I think you can really say for a lot of programs, women's wrestling kind of saved a lot of programs because yeah, in the man. past, especially with the COVID times, that I you know, wrestling, uh, you would think a lot of programs would have been dropped, but with the growth of women wrestling, I think it saved a lot. It saved our sport in a way. All right, buddy. Uh, wrestle offs. When's when is that? Uh, first match streaming options. What's that all look like? Okay, so our our wrestle offs are October twenty eighth. Um, it's it's a really exciting day for us. We did it last year, my first year there, and it went great. Now we're doing it again this year. We're also having our prospect camp. We're combining the two. So we're going to have like a lot of recruits on campus. Um, it's going to be fun. Uh, streaming options. If our stream doesn't work on our website, uh, the, the, the fightingfalcon.com website, we, we usually uh, Facebook stream uh, for anyone that can't make it. Uh, we have, we're on every uh, social media platform, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. But when we live stream, uh, the, it'll be on Facebook. And uh, we're, we're very active on social media. We, we usually recap everything, win or loss. Um, and we usually try to keep everyone in the loop, you know, each week what, uh, what, we, what we got going on. So we, we have wrestle loss October 28th, and then we have a quick turnaround. We, we're going right away November 1st. We're going to a tri-meet. was supposed to be a home match against all us and brought us, but we had a switch that up because of uh, the school closing. So um, we're going to W&J to wrestle W&J and Pitt Bradford to start the year now. Good stuff. All right, buddy. Anything or anyone else uh, you want to shout out before we leave you go? No, I I, th- I just I really like the way the preseason's going so far. Um, you know, a big emphasis that I've been telling the guys, I don't think we're going to be sneaking up on anyone this year. You know, our name's out there. We're coming off a pretty pretty solid year, and uh, I think we're ready to build off that. Um, you know, we had 13 dual meet wins last year. Um, we took third in the conference, which I think is a very tough wrestling conference. Glenville State and West Liberty are very good programs. And then uh, we finished, I believe, like eighth or seventh in our region. Um, so just hitting those marks and trying to just keep climbing the ladder and keep building uh, the right way. But I'm excited about this uh, season coming up, and thanks for having me on. Appreciate you, G, as always, my friend.